All right, welcome to Social Anxiety Solutions, your journey to social confidence. My name is Bastian van der Schier, and I'm a former social anxiety disorder sufferer. And um, thanks to the help of um, energy psychology, um, tapping, and the help of some brilliant therapists, I've managed to get rid of my anxiety and um, be at ease socially and have a good time um, you know, being around others. And on this podcast, I interview coaches, psychotherapists, scientists, best-selling authors, healers, um, psychologists, um, and I happen to have another psychologist <laughs> on my podcast today who's been a, a, a guest a couple of times. His name is Steve Wells, and we're going to be talking about um, his relatively new process or technique. Um, here's a bit about Steve before we get into that. Uh, and I'm going to be reading this. So Steve Wells is, as I said, a psychologist. He has trained to the highest levels in provocative therapy, has extensive training and experience in brief strategic therapy, and has been training counselors and therapists for over two decades. Together with Dr. David Lake, he also conducts personal development seminars and professional training workshops in advanced EFT, stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, and Provocative Energy Techniques. He and Dr. Lake developed Simple Energy Techniques, SET for short, and the unique advanced energy-based approach, Provocative Energy Techniques. And another technique that we're going to be talking about today, and that technique um, it's called Intention-Based Energy Process, or IEP, and it's also known as Intention Tapping. All right. Welcome, Steve. Thank you, Sebastian. Great to see you again. Yeah, yeah likewise. Um, I, I need to send you a new bio because um, we're not really teaching EFT anymore. We've been using our own simple approach that you mentioned, simple energy techniques, for a number of years. And I think the number of years I would have been training... Uh, Training people is a lot more, but anyway, that'll do. <laughs> exactly. I think it's significant enough. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, what I was curious about to kick this off is uh, um, maybe a little bit about what the technique is and then how did you find out about it? Like, how did you discover it? How did it come about? Okay. So, it, it, what it is is a, a way of using your own intention to release the emotional attachments that are causing your suffering um, to change the way you feel, to, um, to uh, take the, the emotional sting out of your problems um, and restore the body to uh, a flow state which puts you into a place of being clear and grounded and calm and also helps you to ac access your resources so that you can go forward with your confidence intact, you know. Um, so it's a yeah, it's a, a fantastic technique, and it's very simple. Mm -hmm. I'm a, a very simple kind of guy, you know. And even though I am trained in psychology, I like to say that I'm fully recovered. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this is a very practical technique, and doesn't require much understanding of theory or any understanding of theory. You just really do it and use it. Um, obviously, if you want to learn to be a practitioner, there's a lot more involved. But for personal, for self-help, it's very simple and very um, surprisingly powerful, mm. astoundingly powerful. 
Yeah. That is uh, also uh, w- what I found, and I'm not even trained in it. I, I just, uh, you know, took the self-help route. I've been coaching for a long time, and, you know, I, I, uh, I don't even know where I heard about it. Maybe you, I don't think you taught it to me in person, so I picked it up somewhere in an en- interview or somewhere in a blog post, and I like just trying out things and seeing how you go. Right. And I, and, um, I found that in coaching, it's quite important what you aim the particular technique that you're using it, uh, that you're using at. And, um, so I used it as, as kind of, like a replacement for tapping sometimes, Mm -hmm. or just in a, you know, just to see what would happen in a place where I usually would use tapping. And I found it very powerful and sometimes, uh, a lot faster than tapping uh, and sometimes it surpasses resistance that uh, that you normally would have to go around and you know you have to do all sorts of things tapping and, and this kind of just boom it just uh, yeah. moves through it very smoothly it's uh, it's quite amazing and uh, subtle but profound yeah. oh yeah and um, sometimes the shifts can be unsubtle as mm. in quite large and, and very surprising so um, uh, let me just say a couple of things about what you said. One is that, um, yeah, it is a simple technique. It's easy to pick up and people should be able to take it away and use it today and, and get some results with it. Yeah. Um, obviously, there are lots of distinctions I could give about how to, you know, get better results and all that kind of stuff. But surprisingly, as you said, um, most techniques, it matters what you target. Well, with this... You don't even have to have the precise target because what you're doing is you're actually you're, you're putting something up to your your unconscious mind, and your unconscious mind will reveal the best parts of the target to you progressively, rather than you having to be clever, rather than having to work out all the parts of your problem, having to define your own core issues or identify the events where you learn this or all that stuff. It's just too hard. I feel tired just thinking about it. I needed to use my technique on that, you know. And uh, <laughs> but this is what people learn, and with and this is what's required with most techniques. You know, they they also talk about being specific. Well, then you can get kind of hung up on. Oh my God, you know, I have to be really careful how I define my problem. You know, I've got to get specific, whatever that means. And with this, you can start as general as you, as you like, you know. So you can you can start with, you know, let's say, you know, you have issues with your mother. You can just start with my mother as the issue. And then as you do it, you'll start to get in touch with the, the aspects of that that are the real problem for you. You know, like what she said to you or the way she treated you or some incident that you have with her it will kind of come up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what it really is about is just doing it and then trusting that your unconscious mind is going to help you to move through the process. Yeah. And uh, to add on to that, because I uh, obviously used it quite a bunch and also just for myself, just seeing and trying things out. Um, and like you said, you can be very broad and general uh, to kick things off. Like, all right, yeah. let's not be too creative here. Let's just, all right, I have this broad thing going on. Well, let, let's just aim this this technique at it and see what happens. And then as I would do that, then naturally the more specific thing would come to mind or naturally Correct. the next thing to, to focus on would come to mind. And uh, right. it's quite uh, elegant, yeah, if you will. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and it's really... Um 
as I say, it's about understanding that there is an unconscious part of you that, you know, the, the part that's looking after you right now that's keeping your heart beating and all that kind of stuff and just trusting that and uh, allowing it. So, so this uh, process is using specific intentions that act as uh, commands for your unconscious mind to release your attachment to problems and uh, people and events and all kinds of stuff that's upsetting you and to restore the energy flow wherever it's disturbed in the body because when you have a problem, there's usually a body disturbance associated with that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Be before we get a bit deeper in it and before I actually want to have my question answered about how you figured out about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will get to that. Yeah, yeah. I was... I yeah. thought I'd let you say yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, I, I do want to kind of ask you, um, if someone is watching this and they're like, what the hell are you guys talking about? What I know is I should change my thoughts and uh, I should just, uh, you know, be mindful and then uh, face my fears because that's the only way to overcome your problem, right? What are you talking about intention? What is intention anyway? And how is this supposed to help me? And how can I overcome my social anxiety using something weird like this? And what are you guys talking about? Like, uh, how do we kind of like uh, bring it? Well, let me give you, see the answer to that person's question is all those things that they're talking about that they need to do, they have to actually have an intention to do them. So you might set your intention and say, right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be confident. Well, good luck, you know. Because right. um, then up comes your fear, up comes your problem, you know. Um, you set your intention to go and, you know, make millions of dollars and then you confront all the issues and challenges of, of that for you. What this does is actually is a way of using intention as well that works. And, uh, and it works because it's actually releasing stuff that it has, that's holding you back. And so it allows you to be able to move forward to manifest those things and to, to take action on those things. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know if I fully answered that question, but... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, for example, because the people that are watching this, they have social anxiety and their intention or their goal or outcome is social confidence. So this yeah. is then a technique to deal with the roadblocks, however many there are, uh, to step-by-step step get rid of these roadblocks to, you know, move towards that outcome. And, um, yeah. Yeah, because you, you go to move towards what you want and up comes your blocks. And the blocks come up in the form of negative thoughts and negative feelings. And it, and it seems like the thoughts are creating the feelings. But, in fact, what I've learned is that the thought isn't the problem. It's the emotion attached to the thought that's the problem. If you, if you have that negative thought that says you can't do that or you're not good enough or whatever it is that's holding you back and you don't have any emotion or any reaction in the body, that thought has no power over it. It can't stop you. Um, so this is actually a way of, of releasing that emotion attached to those thoughts which releases the emotion attached to... Um, to going out into situations where you can improve your life and do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. It's a, it's a, it's a powerful technique. And um, I'm just uh, thinking where to go with this if I want to uh, explain a bit more. So... Um, well, is it all right if you, I answer your other question? Because yeah, that might 
explain it a little bit. Yeah. You, your other question was how did you kind of discover this? Okay, so so the the way I discovered this was that um, I was I had I got this heel spur right, and it was really painful, and I couldn't couldn't move without pain. It was just well, what really is what is it? Heel spur. It's like a um, uh, uh, it's like a extra bit of bone that attaches to to the back of your heel, and then every time you step on it, it causes you pain, right? Oh, okay. Calcium gets deposited there, or something. Anyway, it's 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 really painful. Mm. Um, and um, apart from the fact that I was held back by that, and I was having to spend lots of time sitting down, lying down, and not being able to move, I also felt like I wasn't really moving forward in my business. I wasn't, you know, I had a book that I've been writing for. Had but had been writing seemingly forever, and it hadn't got published, and all this stuff. So I was really frustrated, upset, annoyed, irritated, um, you know, and all those things. So I started doing all the things that I knew to to get through this. I was doing tapping, right? So I'm tapping on acupressure points, and and we use a simple form of tapping, you know, which is uh, similar to EFT, but it doesn't involve some of the you know, the setup statements that EFT uses and all that stuff. So we're just essentially tapping on these points and then just following where the thoughts and feelings go. Um, and, uh, you know, this process that we're going to talk about, you can do it with or without tapping. I like to do it with tapping because it works better. It's, it's a beautiful integration that occurs. So I'm doing this tapping. I was also um, working through some processes um, uh, by a guy named um, Robert Middleton, who's actually a marketing coach, and he's he's done a lot of stuff on non-duality and all that kind of stuff. And he's he's also into Byron Katie, who I I really love her stuff. She wrote a book called Loving What Is, mm. and she um, she has a process she calls the work, where you look at the, the thoughts that are upsetting you, and you basically question whether they're true. And when you when you just when you realise that the untruth of them you're relieved from being able to being hooked by them and her process is very effective um plus i was using uh an approach called logosynthesis which you've um interviewed willem lammers on this pro in this uh, uh series i was using pre a shaking technique uh designed to um to shake the tension and trauma out. I was just throwing everything at this thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and anyway, I got stimulated to pick up Byron Cody's book and, and on one of those pages, this thing just jumped out at me and, and it was this statement, it's not the thought, it's the attachment to the thought that causes the suffering. And I had the, the realisation, yeah, it's, it's not the thought, it's the emotional attachments that causes suffering. So, you know, you think the thought, um, you know, about going out, let's say, and, and, and up comes the fear. Well, it's, it's actually the emotion attached to that that's the problem mm -hmm. um, that's, that's triggering the fear. And so when tapping works, you can have that thought about going out and it, the, the fear that was attached to that thought, it just isn't there, okay? So when tapping works, it releases the emotional attachments. And, um, and, and I thought, well, yeah, also the tapping restores the energy flow. And I, I just had this kind of question in my mind. 
if you can do it with tapping, can you do it with direct intention? So I just formed the specific intention. I focused on one of my problems. I can't even remember what the problem was. I focused on the problem and I simply formed the intention. I release all the emotional attachments, all my emotional attachments to this problem. And I felt whew, instant release. And I mean, the first time it happened, I thought, oh, that can't be real. You know, <laughs> like I just talked myself into that or, you know, whatever. And so then I tried it on another part of the problem and, and I focused on that and, you know, that thing that was upsetting me and I said, I release all my emotional attachments to that. Whew. Same thing, a real palpable shift in how I was feeling. And then after I, I just started doing it on everything that was upsetting me and it just like, boom, boom, boom just moving through this like you know hot knife through butter hmm. and then at one point I, I felt this feeling in my in my chest and uh, you know I, I, I was focusing on a problem and I felt the feeling of it in my chest it was really contracted and I thought yeah okay so when we when we focus on when we have our problem we have a a um, disruption in energy in our body we feel it somewhere as a disturbance and I thought well when tapping works it works by restoring the energy to flow. And then I, 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 I thought, well, what, what if you could use intention on that? So I simply focused on this constriction in my chest and I formed the intention, I restore the right energy flow to my chest. Whew. Expansion, deep breath, you know, no more con constriction. And I thought, well, this is ridiculous. You know, this can't be real. <laughs> anyway, I just kept trying it and everything I tried it on, it was working, except I noticed that that second statement about restoring energy flow, that one didn't always work the first time. Awesome. Sometimes I had to, and, yeah. and what I've now discovered is you have to release enough attachments, you mm. have to release enough hooks to get access to be able to restore the energy flow, right. okay? Because the disturbance is caused by all the things that you're hooked by, see? Mm. And so, um, but sometimes you can just start with that. You know, you notice a disturbance in the body. You just say, I restore the right energy flow to this area and boom, there it is. Mm. Okay, so then I'm like, okay, this is crazy, and, uh, but it's working and it's worked on everything. I've tried it on. So I go to my wife and she's used to this after all these years. And I said, you know, I've been playing around with this new technique. Willing victim, yeah. <laughs> you know, do you want to try it on something? And you know, in the old days, she would have said no, but now she's like, sure. And she tried it and she felt it instantly. And then we did it again and it worked again. And so now I'm starting to think, okay, not just me, but her. But then again, she's, you know, connected to me, whatever. Next day, I'm, I'm talking on Skype kind of like this with a, a friend of mine. He's talking about an issue with a family member. And he's, I could see he's really upset by this. And I said, mate, just try this this sentence, this intention statement. And so he says, I release all my emotional attachments to this issue with this person. Whew. He says it was so palpable, the difference that he felt. Mm -hmm. And he was able to go and, you know, deal with that situation. No problem, you know. So now I'm thinking, okay, all right, that's three out of three of us. And let's, let's start seeing what else happens, you know. <laughs> a few other people have shared it with a couple of friends, started uh, experimenting with clients, 
And now we're like um, two and three quarter years down the track from when I made this discovery and it's working consistently with all kinds of people from all over the world. Um, I've, I've discovered, you know, a few extra statements, a few different ways of, of using it. Um, you know, there's, it's not like there's only one way you can use intention to help yourself. Right. You know, Willem Lammers has a whole approach different to mine, which is, in, which is you know, a similar uh, type thing of using intention. Works very, very well. Um, Dr. Larry Nims's approach, Be Set Free Fast, that has, as you know, intention, but it, it just uh, provides a long and fairly complex direction to your unconscious mind as part of the, the process, whereas my one is really simple, you know. And um, For lay people. And to be able to remember it and use it, and, uh, and they do, you know. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah. So nice. what, what is, is uh, if you want to distill it, a couple of specific sentences which you use to target the problem and these are intentions or commands to your unconscious mind and I believe what happens is you give your unconscious mind this command, it just carries it out for you. Yeah. Hmm. It, it's, it's amazing because, uh, you know, you learn so much about, uh, about the subconscious and, and it's like, well, you know, it's my subconscious that's the problem. Yeah, great. But how can I ever access that? Or how can I ever deal with that? And what am I going to do? Am I going to do these affirmations forever? Am I going to visualize before I go to bed? How do I access it? Do I need to see a hypnotherapist? And is that going to work? And so there are actual ways, actual techniques of how to, uh, how to communicate with the subconscious. And, and this is one of them. And it's... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, and I'll tell you what. This is very different to uh, some of those other things because, like, um, m making an affirmation is an attempt to create a specific intention or to give your unconscious mind or your subconscious mind a direction to take you in a direction or whatever. Um, the challenge is that it, it often encounters resistance. And I believe why that happens is because with those things, you're trying to create an attachment. And those things knock up against the attachments that you already have. Yep. So... You're trying to say, I go out and I'm really confident. And then your mind goes, no, yeah, right. this is reality. <laughs> you go out and you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, and this is not about creating an attachment over the top of something else, which is a disturbance. It's actually about releasing the stuff that's getting in your way so that you can go forward and do what you want. And um, I believe it's also, it's kind of like unclogging yourself so that your natural energy can shine forth and, and flow. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> then when you set intentions, you, you're able to go for them because the, there's not, nothing holding you back and it's in alignment with the direction that your energy is flowing. It's aligned up with your underlying values and purpose and, you know, all that stuff that's meaningful to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Great. Um, <laughs> how to formulate the next question? Uh, when um, when people already know tapping. By the way, if you're if you're watching this, you don't you don't even know what that is. Uh, it's a psychological form of acupuncture. Stuff with the needles, but instead of using needles, like Steve kind of demonstrated earlier, tap on certain acupressure points in the body, and what that does is a uh, 
kind of disconnects the emotion from the from the problem that you're thinking uh, thinking about. And studies have shown that the tapping sends a little signal to the part of your brain called the amygdala, which regulates uh, your hormones and it decreases the production of cortisol, stress hormone, and it increases the production of serotonin, your you know your happy hormone. These biochemical responses create a sense of calm. So you think about something that's upsetting you. You do the tapping, and that upset is starting to calm down. You kind of bring yourself back to emotional balance. Um, in, in my experience, something similar happens with, with Steve's technique, just sometimes faster and sometimes easier. Um, well, yeah, it's like, and, and the other thing is you combine this technique with tapping, you get the best of both worlds. So you have a beautiful... Um, relaxation a beautiful balancing and a beautiful harmonizing effect from the tapping and that works with this process and so you can move through the different aspects because some problems have lots of parts to them and there's lots of aspects to work through to be able to be completely free and this just helps you to move through aspects much more quickly exactly Exactly. It's also the reason why we're doing this interview. <laughs> because uh, social anxiety is one of these problems that just has a lot of, you know, hooks and hooks and corners and crannies and, uh, and uh, you know, aspects to it. So uh, I think this is going to be a great addition to uh, people's toolbox. So... Um, well, I want to say something here, Sebastian, um, because... I know a lot about anxiety because I've had anxiety my whole life. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I realize now looking back that, you know, I probably got drawn into psychology because I thought that that would help me, you know. And some things did and some things didn't. But, but nothing really ever helped me like tapping did. You know, that was when things started to really, really shift for me. You know, I, I, I had some other things that really worked for me. Like so provocative therapy with Frank Farrelly, that just completely blew me away. And, you know, that was probably more help with my um, not feeling accepted, not feeling loved kind of issues. Mm. And uh, the tapping has helped me with anxiety, you know, really, really helped me. And, uh, and then even with tapping, it wasn't until I got enough of it happening that I started to really get some things to shift. So, you know, some things improved right away and other things it didn't seem to matter how many times I tapped, it just wouldn't help me. And then when I got enough in my system where I realized I've got to do it on a regular basis, you know, it's like going to the gym. And uh, so we call this energy toning. If your stress level, your regular anxiety level is up here and your confidence and life energy is here, you've got to bring your set point down by doing it enough. Otherwise, it kind of slips back, you know. You're good, you're good today, but tomorrow you're back again, anxious where you were before. So we now believe, you know, Dr. David Lake and I, that, that a certain amount of doing this on a regular basis will, will tune and tone your energy system so that it, it tones down your anxious, um, stressed, worrisome energies and tunes and tones up your uh, life energy, confidence, optimism, all that kind of stuff. And when, you, when, you know, when you're like this, your negative thoughts seem real and they hook you in. And when you're like this, you can have the same thought, it just doesn't affect you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thanks for uh, repeating that. And now they uh, now they know for sure that those were not my words because I've pretty much copied exactly that. <laughs> well, I've told them I've told them it comes from you guys, but yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that that's that's the experience as well. Uh, you know, when I first went to you guys' uh, workshop, you know, four or five years ago, um, 
that was one of the things that I walked away with as well. It's like you need to get enough tapping into your system. And, uh, you know, just the stimulation of these acupressure points for an hour a day, 15 minutes here, 10 minutes there, that in and of itself is going to make a difference. And a lot yeah. of people are not doing enough tapping. And they're like, oh, you know, I don't exactly know how to do it. So I'm really uh, trying to simplify things for people. I've also introduced them to SCT. Well, this is also because some of the BS in the field, and, and I'm, I'm referring to belief systems, you know, that, that mm -hmm. everybody holds, you know, which is also a, a fair amount of BS, is the assumption is that the only, every problem, if you find the, the kind of linchpin and you release that, but lo and behold, you know, you've had this problem your whole life, but it's no more go no more problem, you know. And that can happen with a specific phobia and it can happen with some things that don't have many aspects to them. But when you've got something, you know, with this many aspects, this, this pervasive, there's lots of things to release. And so there's two ways to use tapping. And there's also, um, you know, the well, you know, the, with the intention process, you can use that in the same way, but it's basically... So many times you get hooked during a day, you can just release those hooks. Um, and you can do that specifically. But if you just tap and, uh, and just bring down your stress and bring up your good chemicals and your good brain waves and your good energy, then, hey, you're going to be in a good space most of the time. And uh, just like going to the gym, you keep it up and you end up with an emotional fitness and you're much better able to meet the challenges that come up. Excellent. Excellent. Um, let me see. Um, so how can we give people a little introduction to it today? Uh, well, first of all, um, we can talk about what it is, but it's good if you want to do an example. Um, you know, if yeah. you want to... Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So first of all, the, the two main statements, uh, the, the two main intention statements are number one i release all my emotional attachments to this problem do you want me to um I, I got this on a slide if you want i can share a slide um would that be okay in screen um and that way um da -da -da. oh hang on i need to come back to the screen to be able to do that so I can share this on a slide. Would that help? Please, yeah. Okay. More technical than me, Steve. Ha! Ah, so here are the core intention statements in this process, which I call IEP, Intention-Based Energy Process, a.k.a. intention tapping, when you combine it with tapping. Okay? So you can, you can make these statements with or without tapping. Um, the first one is, I release all my emotional attachments to whatever is the problem. Whatever is upsetting you, whatever is disturbing you, it could be a problem, could be an event, could be an image, could be a belief that is affecting you, could be a thought that you're upset by, could be a person, whatever it is, I release all my emotional attachments to blam, X. And then whenever you have a disturbance in your body, I restore the right energy flow to Y, you know, the body area. So I restore the right energy flow to my chest, I restore the right energy flow to my stomach, I restore the right energy flow to my throat, wherever you feel that there's a disturbance. And of course, just like for those who do know tapping, you may have to apply this to lots of different things. So you just keep applying it to whatever comes next. 
you start with the problem and the problem is going to be, um, you know, a thought or a feeling. If it's a thought, then you can say, I release all my emotional attachments to this thought. If it's a feeling, you can say, I restore the right energy flow to this area in the body that's disturbed. And uh, so that's it. That's that's 95% of the process right there. Um, and those two core statements are going to do most of the work in, in this. Um, as I say, there are other things that I've developed and, and people who want to look at those, they can, you know, they can go and look at some of my webinars and, and uh, other programs where I go in more depth. But uh, you would be surprised, listener or watcher, um, mm. you just go away and try those statements on a whole bunch of things and then just notice what happens. The key is to have something that's upsetting you, focus on it, use the statement and then just let it work and wait and see what happens. And uh, you can watch this when, when, when I do it with people, you know, and you can go and look at some of the webinars and stuff where I've coached people and yeah, you'll what, see those. Where, quickly, where, where would they see that? Where would they be? Okay, so um, main place is uh, eftdownunder.com. Uh, so eftdownunder.com. Um, EFT is the main tapping approach, and so we have a lot of information on that website about EFT, our SET, and now about uh, IEP. And the most recent stuff is on the blog. So if they go to the blog, they'll find that there's recordings of webinars. They can watch through those. They'll see me coaching people using this approach, and they can they can try it out. And yeah. so the, you'll see when I when I say you know have someone say I release all my emotional attachments to this problem, and they invariably they go, <sighs> and that can happen sometimes instantly. Sometimes it happens after ten seconds, twenty seconds, you know, thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, but it but it does happen when you apply it to a target usually which is upsetting you right and it's not the the magic of steve's voice <laughs> oh no you can know no, no. yeah oh no because i've got practitioners groups and i have people like the other day uh I, I i got a couple of people to work with each other this is a lady was in this group who'd been up with me in manchester at my workshop there and she was using it with people i thought wow she's doing a better job with this than i would be doing right now mm. and she i said you've used you know you had such great fidelity to the the method you know which is just wait to let the response happen in the person and then follow what comes next you know yeah but we're talking today about self-help and um most people are going to be very surprised i just say when you learn it just use it like buckshot on everything that's upsetting you and sometimes you're going to notice some really incredible shifts yeah and uh, the, the beauty of this is that it's very hard to do this wrong. And there's not much that can actually go wrong uh, or anything that can go wrong. So you're just saying a statement to yourself. You're focusing on a particular feeling that you have or a thought that you have that is upsetting you. And you just aim the statement at it. You say the statement. Then you wait and see what happens. And that's it. And then you just yeah. focus on the next thing that comes up. You aim the statement at that. And you just go at it like that. It's very simple. Yes. And my preferred way, though, to, is to do it while tapping on these acupressure points. Right, okay. right, yeah. So then you're combining the body harmonizing effect of tapping with this process. And, and sometimes, for example, you know, you, you've got, let's say you've got a feeling in your chest, you don't know what's causing it. And so you can, you can say, I restore the right energy flow to my chest, and it may not be going very far, but if you're doing the tapping, 
the tapping will also be starting to help that feeling to move in the process. And so it's the best of both worlds. You're using two techniques that work really well together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, up until now, uh, are we still internet? Still? Yeah, you just froze for a second. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so up until now, um, the demonstrations that I have done have just been tapping because I kind of wanted to wait until I interviewed the, the master of the technique. But I've been using it with my clients for, I think, over a year, so I'm quite well-versed in it. So with the, the upcoming live webinars in our, in our community, I'll, I'll be using it, and you'll be seeing some demonstrations of it there also. So just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah, I think... That was quite uh, a bunch. Well, do you want to show them what to do on something like we I mentioned before? Um, uh, if you want to, um, we can. Or yeah, sometimes it's going to be a bit crazy. Like you know, they can certainly go to my website and watch the coaching demonstration there. That's fine. It's, you know, either way. Yeah. Um, okay. The only thing is I just don't have to quickly find something that's bothering me. I'm in a quite a, <laughs> quite a jolly mood. Uh, but, uh, let's see. Um, I'll just suggest something for you if you like. So, um, you know, we say if you're going to discover your unconscious blocks, the best way is to think of a big goal and then your blocks will come up because the minute you set a goal, which is a challenge to you, your unconscious blocks will start to come to the surface. Yeah. Um, and so you can you can think of that and notice what comes up. The other thing is to think about what irritates you about other people because um, yeah. that represents a block to you. And the other one, of course, as you know, is to get into a relationship, yeah. which is usually an issue for um, someone with you know social anxieties, the issues of relationships. Um, but yeah. Okay. Now we got one then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, just reminding me, I'm, I'm talking to David tomorrow. I'm just remembering what I've written out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, no, like this the, is Dr. David Lake, um, for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Right. And I know, um, you've been, uh, doing some supervision and mentoring, getting Lots some mentoring. Of Lots of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, um, writing down the things that irritate me about other people. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I had a Frisbee tournament this, uh, this week, uh, this, this weekend in Jakarta. And, um, you know, at the end of that, you have to stand in a, So you play a game, and at the end of that, you have to stand in a circle and then uh, you all kind of hold hands, group together, and then the leaders of each team start to compliment the other team. Like, oh, you guys, you know, you did a really great job, and, like, that makes me cringe. So that... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like kind of false positive or, you know, gushing. Yeah, positive, yeah. Yeah, like and just, like, yeah, exactly. Okay. And I feel that I have a reaction to that. Okay. so. Um... So when you just notice that you have a reaction and then the reaction is either in form of a thought that says, oh, that's just, you know, stupid or whatever it is, 
yeah. or it's a, a feeling in the body. What what do you notice? No, it's actually a bit of a feeling of disgust, like and uh, or, or like they do a little yell, and uh, I mean that that's probably a Dutch word. I'm not sure if that's an English word as well, but you like you know. Yeah, higher, higher, rings of fire, like that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, so you can even just focus on the thing itself because the thing itself hooks you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you just tap and you can just say, I release all my emotional attachments. Yeah, it's a feeling of disgust. That's pretty mm. much it. Not super But actually the thing that's triggering the feeling of disgust is the higher, higher, ring of fire kind of thing, right? Right. So right, you right. could just say, I release all my emotional attachments. I release all my emotional attachments. To higher, higher ring of fire. Yeah, to higher, higher ring of fire. And then just let that percolate for a minute and just notice what, what, what happens. <clears throat> it kind of softens things. Okay. And so, of course, you know, if you were just doing the tapping, the tapping might also soften things. Mm-hmm. So in this case, we, we can't say that one is working different to the other. But as you know, you've used this without the tapping. Right. And it can have the same kind of effect, you know. Yes. Um, but uh, all right. So, so, yeah, when you have that, it's kind of a harsh reaction that happens inside you. Right. And that's the challenge with anything like this. You have the reaction and you're the one who suffers it. Yeah. Everyone else is just doing what they do, you know? Yeah. They're, they're, they're still into their thing and you're yeah. suffering. Yeah, exactly. They're going at it full force. <laughs> and I'm like, do I have to participate with this? Yeah. Okay. So just say, I release all my emotional attachments. I release all my emotional attachments. To do I have to participate with this? To do I have to participate with this? So guess whatever thought's there, you can just put that into this this thing and then just let it go wherever it goes and just notice what comes next. Yeah, so this time I noticed that I kind of uh, took a deep breath, even before the less obvious one that you just heard. Exactly. I was going to say, if you didn't say it, you know, yeah. I noticed that was kind of a soft deep breath and then you took a deep yeah. breath kind of thing. Yeah. More clearing kind of thing. Yeah. So this is anybody who can observe that will notice that if they just pay attention, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, so you're, you're there, you're cringing, they're doing their thing, you know, you're thinking, do I have to participate with this, you know. What else are you thinking that might be, you know, like uh, overly fake losers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Beautiful. Okay. So just say, I release all my emotional attachments. I release all my emotional attachments. To these overly fake losers. To these overly fake losers. And their stupid games. And their stupid spirit circle. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just let that do whatever it does. And just notice because what happens is one aspect is there and then as that kind of fades away or moves, something else might come up. It might be a feeling in the body. It might be another thought, another memory, another image, whatever. Yeah. Just notice. 
<clears throat> well, <laughs> when I just started out with tapping, like, you know, more than a decade ago, I had difficulties tuning into my emotions and I could hardly read them. Mm. Let's say uh, 10 years of intensive <laughs> therapy and self-help and, uh, you know, a fortune on uh, on healing later. I'm very sensitive to it now, so I can really sense what's happening very well. So I noticed um, I noticed uh, that my body was relaxing. I was taking a, a breath, and the warm there was kind of warmth starting to move through uh, like my underarms, and a softening kind of like more warm glow started to to happen and i it's also maybe even for someone who's uh quite aware of subtleties even i uh my state is different i'm more calm I'm coming across okay. more more, so more if present. there is um usually when people do this they they start with the you know the thoughts or the things that are upsetting them and then they start to tune into their body that's what i've noticed mm. and so um if you've noticed okay you've noticed that it's karma is there somewhere that it's still feeling a bit disturbed or contracted or you know uh my lower arms yeah but like the half of my lower arms so from okay yeah yep so, so whatever it is thing. yeah i have that just say i restore the right energy flow I restore the right energy flow. To my arms. To my arms. And then just let that do whatever it does and just notice. And the feeling is either going to be the same or it's going to be different. It could be the same. Yeah, there's, okay. there's nothing nothing noticeable other than maybe a little bit of a, how do I call that, like a sprinkly sensation or like a, yeah. like a tantalizing sensation at the location, though. It's, it's, it still feels very similar. Okay, all right. So this is what I mentioned about this second one. So sometimes people are going to do this second one and they're not going to notice much much of a shift. In yeah. that case, just go back to all the things that are upsetting you about the problem and do some more work on that and then notice what happens, okay? Right. But, but it's good to throw that one in if you're ever aware of something in the body because sometimes it just clears it straight away, mm. you know? And uh, to add on to that, this is also not something that came up just by talking about this thing. Cause this thing that I brought up is a non-issue in my life. Like, you know, it doesn't really bother me that much. Um, and, uh, the arm issue or like the feeling, the stress in my lower arm is something that's there frequently. So it might very well not be related. All right. Well, yeah. And, and it might be, there's many aspects that are contributing to that feeling in the arm. Right. Cause this is an area where, your problems kind of get locate themselves in your body or where the disturbance happens for you for yeah. whatever reason you know it could be for, for someone else it could be their chest like I, I quite often notice it's a chest constriction uh, a stomach problem a throat you know like I worked with a guy just this morning here and it's always the throat for him and when he when he has the release he starts burping and you know sighing and all this kind of stuff yeah, yeah I had that too actually my second client ever is a massive uh, 
bodybuilder and he would burp after every single round of tapping and not just like a little burp like like long ass you know seven second long burp yeah, yeah. it was amazing that's well, good release you know yeah. Mm. yeah it's a clear sign you don't have to guess at least <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah so that might be kind of that problem is like uh all that problem is is kind of leading you into a bigger program of things that trigger you, upset you, disturb you, irritate you, whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. I think that's quite a good example for people, uh, Steve. Would you? I think it's enough, yeah, because, um, you know, and they can go online if they want to see me working more in depth with people for longer and with lots of different types of issues and stuff. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, anyone awesome. who's observant enough would have seen you kind of, you know, you you uh, when you said, you know, you took the two deep breaths. First thing I noticed was kind of a, a kind of lowering and kind of um, like the letting down of a bit of tension as well as the the breath. You know, it was a yeah. much more gentle, soft uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Also, my experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well. If there is anything I didn't ask you about uh, this process that I could have asked you that would have allowed you to share something important about it, then uh, what would I have asked you and what, what would your answer be? Um, okay. Well, one question is what do people do now? And my suggestion would be that they just go out and try it on everything, just like Gary Craig used to suggest with the, with the EFT. Um, okay, I don't recommend you try it on physical conditions without getting those diagnosed and you know and engaging with the right kind of physical treatments but emotional stuff just try it on everything that's triggering you and you might be surprised and like i say to to beginners just just do it like buckshot you know buckshot kind of shoot everything and then some things it's going to land and you'll go wow just hit the target there you know um and don't think you have to be clever with it so all you have to know is that you have a problem and then just try it on that problem and here's the thing, trust what comes next because what happens is, you know, someone says, oh, I release all my emotional attachments to my mother. And then they have this kind of memory of, you know, when their mother told them off and they go, okay, I release all my emotional attachments to that. Then they have a, something which seems to have nothing to do with it, you know, like when they were five with one of their friends and, they, and their logical mind goes, that's not the issue. But actually, it's in the same emotional basket. So just just take what comes from your unconscious and then apply this to that next. And then just keep following what comes up and you can be really surprised where you can end up. Yeah. When, uh, when a client of mine says, well, I have this thing come up for me, but it doesn't seem to be related to what we're talking about. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. okay. Now, now, we're, <laughs> now we're going somewhere. Now let's talk exactly. about the checkbot. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. So the other question is, how do they um, how do they do more? And that is that they can you know they can go to the website eftdownunder.com, look on the blog. Um, also, um, I have another uh, website, the Energy of Success Academy. I might send you the link to that um, as well. And um, of course, I'm traveling around uh, different parts of the world. You know, heading to Italy in a couple of weeks, actually. Um, next uh, February, be up in Belgium again. Um, next April, heading up to Toronto. So, um, and probably we'll do something in the US while while up there as well. Um, and then later next year, heading back to the UK. So, um, lots of different ways. Um, also, 
people in Australia, you know, I, I, I come to, to Melbourne every year, to Sydney every year, uh, do something in Perth where I live every year. Um, so there's plenty of ways to connect up with the program. And uh, lots of them we're doing like this now. I'm working with people, you know, I've got some groups running and, um, and uh, we take them through the process in my book, 100% Yes. Uh, which I got written doing this this thing, like <laughs> it's <bloody> literally. <laughs> it's funny business because before that, I said to my friend, I, I just couldn't get it finished, and I said, I'm about eighty percent yes, you know, on hundred percent yes. And you know, I was doing all these workshops on hundred percent yes. I just couldn't get the book finished, and this just allowed me to apply it to what was holding me back from finishing it. The thing got done, and now I incorporate this in that process, and it's really powerful. Yeah, awesome. Um, just wanted to uh, say a quick thing. If you get a chance to actually go to one of these uh, one of these workshops that uh, that Steve does, go do it. It's really awesome. I've been to maybe seven or eight of them, and uh, it's uh, it's a combination probably of all of his techniques. But uh, one of the, one of the things is uh, as well. It's it's provocative energy therapy. Um, I'll talk for you for a second, but it's a, it's a combination of provocative therapy and tapping. And uh, they call people to the front and they'll do one-on-one -on -one sessions. Um, and uh, everyone in the group observes and taps along a little, a little bit like the live webinars that we're doing actually. Um, don't, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, just a beginner at this compared to the, compared to these guys who've been doing it for uh, you know, decades and decades. And it's hilarious. It's fun. And it's, it's highly transformational. You know, uh, it's two or three days. And after those two or three days, you come out a different person and things will shift around for you. So, you know, I highly recommend you check that out. Uh, as well, that's, that's the difference of uh, incorporating the energy techniques, you know, is that, that you don't just get a like rah, rah, rah feeling, which just goes away. You actually get some internal shifts so that things that used to be problems, they're not they're not problems anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we like to have a bit of rah, rah, rah as well, but it's actually more fun, 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 you know. And, uh, uh, yeah, most people who are doing therapy-type stuff or counselling stuff or coaching stuff, there's just not enough fun in it. So, um, yeah, the provocative approach really puts a lot of fun in that. And I incorporate this uh, intention-based energy uh, process of so the intention tapping with that and there's also ways of in doing it in more fun ways and more provocatively as well you know yeah 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 cool and uh i reckon that they can find out about uh where you're going when you're going and all the details on the eft down under as well yeah eft down under.com just look under events and what we're doing is going to be on there yeah cool. all right well steve thanks mucho this was great uh really appreciate it and uh yeah We'll talk soon. Thanks, Mike. Always, yeah. always great to connect with you. All right. Hope you enjoyed that interview. And you can subscribe to the podcast to get a ton more of amazing podcasts with um, PhDs, doctors, myself. I'm not a doctor, but, you know, podcasts with me. Um, uh, psychologists, best-selling authors, researchers, amazing podcasts. Go check them out from the start. You know, there are some incredible interviews there. Uh, I think the first 60 podcasts are all interviews. They're really amazing. And subscribe so you can get the podcast every week. All right, you can do that by clicking below this video. 
or by going to iTunes, typing in Social Anxiety Solutions and subscribing there. All right. Bye for now. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you want to overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22-page ebook and an 11-part video course. And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or, you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to crap. (laughs) This is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit now, go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.